Praise God forevermore. Good to see everybody. Amen. Thank God for that wonderful testimony. Hallelujah. You know, so much stuff is happening. Amen. All the time. We are kept so much that we don't even realize. Amen. And the more you learn to be led by the Spirit, and Lord, help us to know we are not our own. We're bought with a price. Glorify God and, and just learn to acknowledge Him in all our ways. And then you know what? You might, you might have forgot your sunglasses on the table and had to get out of the car and go back in to get those sunglasses. And that made you three minutes, put you three minutes behind an accident that if you'd have been there. Don't get mad at me. I've got to tell the truth. And if you're doing it, you need to get over it, really. Even my wife. If you're texting and driving, you need to, you need to quit. You really do. You're not, you're not Superman. Amen. Amen. You're, not, you're not one of those uh, Marvel superheroes. You're not. Amen. But see, you might be going down the road, and right when they, oh, right when they're over in your lane. And because you forgot your sunglasses, you missed that. And I mean, stuff similar to that, stuff like that really happens. It really, really does. Amen. And uh, another thing I'd like to say to that, and I, I wish a lot of people would listen to me. If you're listening online, share this. You might know somebody who would hear a nugget that would put them in another dimension. It's a, the Word of God is important. And listen, I'm going to tell the truth about the Holy Ghost. The truth, what the Bible says, rightly divided, not a religious, denominational, prejudiced uh, uh, opinion. Amen. We're going to rightly divide the word of truth. And people need to hear that. Amen. Because the devil's robbing from people. Amen. But listen, just because you don't get an instant manifestation has nothing to do with whether or not you're healed. And so many people are looking for instant manifestation instead of believing God. They're checking to see if something's happening rather than just believing God and trusting God. And it's got nothing to do, listen to me, it's got nothing to do with what you still feel. And let me tell you this, if you believe God, not mental assent. See, some people get mental assent and call it faith. You know what mental assent is? Well, I agree with that. But when, when you know... Uh, when, when, when the going gets tough, then you really can't commit to it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just a thought. It's not way down deep in your heart. And so many people are in mental ascent and thought they were in faith. And then, then they say, well, I wonder why it didn't happen. Well, that just tells me you're in mental ascent because if you were in faith, you'd never even have that question because you know you're healed. Right. Amen? But let's, Some people, and this is why the Word of God needs to be taught in its fullness, and we need to rebuke religious devils and get free in Jesus and get free from religion. Amen. Hallelujah. There's some people need to be free from sin, but there's a lot of people need to be free from religion because we're bound by our traditions. But if we, if, if, you know, if we could just teach this word and preach this word and believe this word. But, but listen, so many people are so bound by what their symptoms are or what the doctor said. Amen. And, and we got to learn to not let that bother us. You know, I've got so many bad reports lately, and even Misty, we both had some and and uh uh when you give it to jesus it's all all right, right. amen because 
Well, the doctor would con- called me last week concerned about one of my numbers and told me what it meant and what the disease was and all this stuff. And, and he said, I really want you to have it done again and, and send it back to me. And then he called me to make sure I had it done again and made sure I got it sent. Then he called me and his office called me. Where is it at? Did you get it done? We're trying to find these results. And then I think he called me two or three times yesterday because it was a bad connection. But I appreciate the doctor that that's thorough. You know, but the numbers were where they're supposed to be. And he was so happy. <laughs> he was so happy because I guess he thought I was a goner or something. I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, but you can't be, you got to believe God. And if you get a little negative report, you're, that doesn't change anything. The healing power of God is working in me. It's the children's bread. It belongs to me. Amen. As much as heaven belongs to you when you believe God. But we've got to continually renew our minds. Praise God. Well, we've got, uh, that's a great testimony, Andrew. Uh, and you do need to let him know about that. And, and, and anybody that anything happens to, you ought to do that because I was there too. And it was like, who are these people? And then, what her dad or something had got his heart healed or something, you know, didn't even know when or where in Louisville. And, and then she come, I think she got her heart healed, I hope. Praise God. But it was bad. But, but see, he never even knew. So we need, to, we need to let the man of God know. And, and people need those testimonies. You know, because sometimes we think, oh, that could never happen. But when you, when you see it, it does happen. Yes. Then, then you can, he loves you. Yes. Your religious brain may try to tell you that he doesn't or that he couldn't. Amen. But the word of God says, he loves you. You're the apple of his eye. Amen. Hallelujah. And his love is, is based on how good you are. How much you keep all the rules. No. Now his love is agape love. It's unconditional, perfect love. Praise God. You got to believe that. It's not what you think you deserve. Amen. And as long as you limit yourself by that, that's, that's what you're going to have. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. He's way better to me than I deserve, and I take it. <laughs> Amen. Well, we have children's ministry. If you're uh, that age group, you can be dismissed at this time. The rest of you, you can go ahead and turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 2. If you didn't know, this is the day of Pentecost. This is Pentecost Sunday, Pentecost weekend, amen. So we're going to talk about some things. I've got a lot of information. And I was just, as I studied, I said, Lord, I don't know if I can cover all this. I can't afford to get sidetracked too much to get this all out there. But you need to hear this and you need to know this. Because let me tell you something. I, I, I just, uh, you know, he, he, the Word of God says he does nothing on the earth except he reveals it to his prophets. Amen. I believe he's showing people things, and not everybody who he's showing things is all gloom and doom. I, I believe God's a good God. Amen. And I believe he said, asking you shall receive. Amen. Seeking you shall find. I believe there's people praying in faith. And believe in God for things to turn around. And believe in God for darkness not to prevail. Because he, told, he wouldn't have told us. Why would he told us to pray for kings and all that are in authority. That we might lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and sincerity. Why would he tell us to pray that if, we, if, if praying for it wouldn't change anything. No it changes things. It's working. We may not see it working. It's one of those things you may not see it. But you have to believe it. Amen. And you, so you may not see immediate fruit. But don't grow weary in well-doing. 
because in due time you'll reap if you faint not. Amen. And just keep actively seeking him, knowing that he loves you and knowing that it's never his fault. He's not mad. But, Lord, I'm open. Show me. Teach me. Help me to think like I need to think so I can receive from you. Amen. So uh, uh, on this Pentecost weekend, uh, I, want, I, want to, I want to just say it right up front. You know, the Bible is written to Christians. We put all these man-made labels, Pentecostal, Catholic, Baptist, Presbyterian, uh, Episcopalian, uh, you know, Church of God in Christ, Church of God in this and that, and Church of God of America, you know. Uh, we got, there's, last I heard, was like 3,000 Protestant churches in the United States. Everybody's got their own name and put their own flavor on it. But, you know, Pentecostals have kind of, uh, I think we've been unfairly criticized, amen, by people, a, l- a lot of the intellectual Christians, that uh, they frown at the notion that God could speak to you. Well, he speaks through his word. Well, then why don't they believe that? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. But, but, but see, somebody who's never heard the inner voice of God, been too cluttered, too busy, or never settled down to hear it. And Jesus settled it. My sheep hear my voice. In the voice of another, they will not follow. Amen. Them that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God in Romans 8. And that, if you break that down, it's like the true sons and daughters of God. Then they're led by the Spirit. Well, how am I going to lead you? If I'm, if I'm the Spirit and I'm going to lead you, how am I going to lead you? Amen. I can't put a leash on you. Well, that, that wouldn't be nice. But now I've seen, uh, I've seen this on TV or, or Facebook or something. But it was a girl and she was blind. But she was playing in a basketball game. And the first thing they showed, the teacher had a stick and she was hitting up. At the, at the back of the backboard. She's banging on the back of the backboard with the stick. And I thought, what's she trying to do? And then I seen the girl at the foul line, and I figured it out. That girl at the foul line was blind. She couldn't see, but she could hear. And she rode back, and she throwed it up there and banked it in. I said, glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, so you can be led by hearing. Amen. But how can you hear if nobody's speaking? Nobody's talking. Amen. So... The ones who don't believe in that are the ones who are criticizing the ones who do. Amen. Let, let me just say this, and I'm all for education. I'm all for the places of higher education. And, you know, uh, my son's in college, and my wife's going to go back to school. I've got no problem with higher education. You know, my son-in-laws and my, my other daughters got a degree. and There's nothing wrong with that. Amen. We're for that. Amen. But you know what? How, how, how much... The book of Acts, that's the starting of the church. How many degrees did those guys have? How many years of college did they have? How many years of college did Peter and John have when they went to the gate called Beautiful and the man was there lame from his mother's womb? He said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I given to thee in the name of Jesus Christ and Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Amen. Now, see, you never see nothing like that out of the critics. All you hear is their intellectual blabber. Amen. And let me, say, let me just say this. I love everybody and I pray for people. Amen. But some people get misled by a religious judgmental spirit. He said, go into all the world and call out everything that's different than what you believe. 
and be very concerned about it. <laughs> you know, I saw Jesse Duplantis this morning, and uh, I woke up. To, well, I've been awake a while, but I sat there and listened to him, and he helped me. But he said this. Uh, when the Lord spoke to him to go full-time ministry. And so he obeyed, and he told his boss at Shell Oil Company, I'm not coming back. I'm going into ministry. And he said, well, how are you going to support yourself? He said, I'm going to live by faith. And then his boss thought he was crazy because he was making good money. So he goes home, and he's just believing God. And he's the phone hanging on the wall, you know, the old kind. And he said, I command you to ring in the name of Jesus. He said, that phone rang. He said, the devil says, that's just your mother. <laughs> that's just your mama calling and checking on you. But he picked it up, and it was a preacher, and he got an invite on a Sunday night at a youth meeting. There were 10 other pastors there. When he left that meeting, he had six months of meetings booked. Wow. And before he got out of there, the full gospel businessman president called the pastor and said, the guy who's supposed to speak tomorrow night canceled. Do you know somebody who can give their testimony and maybe play and sing a little bit? He said, He's, I'm looking right at him. <laughs> and so he went to the full gospel businessman, over 3,000 influential people there. And he said in, in less than five months, he was booked five years. But his pastor at his local church where he'd started going, he didn't like it. And he called the pastors where he was booked to go preach and said, you don't want to have him. So just a year or two ago, he was drunk. He was singing in nightclubs. He was wicked. You don't need to have him. And tried to tear him down and stop him. Amen. Hallelujah. I guess being a great man of God, I don't know. But tried, but it didn't, it didn't work. It didn't stop. But why would people be so negative? Amen. Mind your own business. Amen. The Bible says get the splinter out of your eye so that you can... Or get the log out of your eye so that you can see to get the splinter out of your brother's eye. Amen. You know what that means? Mind your own business. That's what that means. Amen. Leave it alone. God will take care of it. He's big enough. Amen. And especially don't pick on preachers. You don't know what they're going through to even preach the gospel. You don't know. Amen. The pressure. Do you, do you go through any pressure? You go through any tests and trials of the devil just messing with you? Does it happen to people who aren't preachers? Well, just imagine what happens to people who are preachers. Leave them alone. <laughs> Pray for them. Lift them up. Amen. God will take care of it. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he who believes and is baptized will be saved. And he who believes not will be damned. So let's start Acts chapter uh, Well, we, I guess we need to, yeah. Uh Verse 1, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, the day of Pentecost, 50 days, there was a feast of Pentecost that was 50 days after Passover. So Passover was when Jesus was crucified. That's when the lamb was slain and the blood was put on the doorpost. They had a feast every year to remember that. Passover was 50, I mean Pentecost was a feast 50 days after Passover. So after Jesus is crucified and raised from the dead, 50 days later, Pentecost. So this is why they're called Pentecostals. But we're just Christians. We're just Bible believers. We just do the Bible. We're just Bible people. We're Word people. The Word is truth. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle. We're not, I don't like all those names and stuff. Hallelujah. They were all in one accord, in one place. 
And we're going to read on. They've been told to be there. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and one set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there, was, uh, there were dwelling in Jerusalem... Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. They're hearing all different kinds of languages. Uh, and they said, look, are not all these who speak Galileans? How is it that we hear uh, each in our own language in which we were born? Parthians and Medes and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and all parts of Libya, adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, uh, Cretans and Arabs, who we hear them speaking in our own tongues, wonderful works of God. There were 120 in the upper room. So, so they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, Whatever could this mean? Others mocking said they're full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judah and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words, for these are not drunk as you suppose. Uh, see, they supposed they was drunk. Nobody, they, 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 they drunk, they drunk or Tootie Brown. Why else would they be acting this way? These are not drunk as you suppose since they are, it's only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and my maid servants I will pour out of my spirit in those days. And they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So that's the book of Acts and that's the beginning, that's the birthing of this New Testament church. Amen. You know, in chapter 1, he goes up into heaven while you stand there looking up and he's going to come back just the same way as you see him going up he went up into the clouds praise God hallelujah and he, and he said uh, 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 you receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you will be my witnesses so Psalm 119 says the entrance of your words gives light it gives understanding to the simple See, people need to know what the Word of God says. Amen. Not I'm afraid of those Pentecostals. They speak with other tongues. I heard one preacher say speaking in tongues is of the devil. My, my, my uncle said that. All they want is your money. You know, and just all, they roll on the floor. They swing from the chandeliers. They say all kinds of stuff that they got nothing to back up on just because the devil is so afraid of this. Amen. He is so afraid of this. Because, you, you know, there, there are some good Baptists and good Methodist people, but they're, they're doing the best they can with what little light they have. What if they were filled? What if they were endued with power from on high? Everybody deserves it. And I know we've had, uh, we've had scores of people that got too zealous on this side and made everybody look bad, but everybody who's filled with the Holy Ghost is not a weirdo. 
Everybody who's filled with the Holy Ghost is not a kook. Everybody who's filled with the Holy Ghost doesn't have a word for everything that moves. Some people get overzealous with that. Amen, and that's just because who's influencing them? You need to be in a good local church with a good, solid pastor, amen, that teaches these things, and the power of God is evident. We need power, you know, not emotional exploits, amen, and, and but, you know, emotions will come, amen, celebration will come. I love this weekend. I love Sunday night when everybody was singing and praising God. I was just so happy. Amen. Praise God. That's something. I, I, man, I love praising here with just us. Amen. But the more people praising God, the better it gets. Amen. And it does something to you. Amen. Hallelujah. It gives you power for next week. Who doesn't need power for next week? We need that. Amen. So the entrance of your word gives light. We need the word of God. We need what the word of God says about these things. The Amplified says the entrance and unfolding of your words give light. And their unfolding gives understanding, discernment, and comprehension to the simple. Amen. So we, 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 we're prejudiced. We form opinions without proper knowledge. Amen. And, and everything's got to go back to the word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of the word will ever pass away. I saw, I saw a little post from, from a very liberal person, a uh, very anti-God person. And she just said, and I, I, I pray for she. so the Bible says, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who believes not will be damned. And I'm thinking, dear Lord, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. The Bible also says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. But obviously for some it will be too late. But she said, I don't believe in your God. I don't believe in your Bible. I don't want to hear what you have to say. I don't care what you have to say. I'm tired of hearing. The Bible says this and the Bible says that. I said, I don't care. She said, I don't care. And I thought, well, too bad for you. Amen. But we're to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, and he who believes is baptized, and the ones who not will be like you. And you'll be, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to be there together unless something happens. They're intellectually bought, you know, buying the devil's lies. Amen. But the Word of God, hallelujah, gives light. The New Living Translation says, The teaching of your Word gives light, so even the simple can understand. We need what the Word of God says. Acts 19. Here's some examples in the book of Acts. What the Bible says about the Holy Ghost. And we can learn from these things. This is in everybody's Bible. They may not read it. They may not talk about it. But you, you, you look it up. It's there. Acts 19 and 1. And it happened while, at Apollos, uh, while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus... And finding some disciples, he said to them, he found some people who love God. He said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, into what then were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. Then John said, John indeed with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. When they heard this and believed it, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
And when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. In everybody's Bible, and it always has been. It's not something that Kenneth Copeland or Kenneth Hagin had to you know, change the Bible and put it in there. No, it's always been there. Always been there all along. And people have been overlooking it, blinded by the devil, because the devil don't want you to receive that power to become witnesses. See, I'm telling you, you know, living a Christian life, letting your life shine, that can be very tough and very challenging if you, if you neglect the power. Amen? But we're not supposed to neglect the power. Amen? Matter of fact, uh, Zechariah 4, 6, and 7, you ought to know where this is at and know what it says because I rely on this a lot. So he answered me and said, verse 4, or verse 6, the word, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Glory to God. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. There's, listen, there's some things we need to do. There's some things we need to live for. It's just hard to do without the power of God. <laughs> It says go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. How many knows there's, there's hundreds and hundreds of Christians who've never told nobody about Jesus? There are people who've been on their job in factories for, for 40 years and nobody knows they're a Christian. Hallelujah. Because there's no power. There's no power. Amen. Hallelujah. So there are things that happen for which we cannot take credit. Amen. Hallelujah. And I, 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 I'll just say this. We got to be getting ready. Because the latter state of the house is going to be greater than the former. And if this book of Acts is the beginning of the church, then the later is going to be greater. Amen. The latter rain is going to be greater than the former rain. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's, it's, it's about to happen. All of us are about to walk in greater things and greater levels. And so we better, we better know how, not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit works. <laughs> Amen. But there's things that happen. How many knows? There's things that happen I got no answer for. God just did it. God just did it. Amen. Hallelujah. He's been so good to me. Hallelujah. I mean, through many dangerous toils and snares, I have already come. Amen. I, all I know is that he did it. Amen. And he's not done with me yet. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, uh, Paul said, uh, I have an open door. A great and effectual open door is before me. But there are many adversaries. Amen. Sometimes when you go on with God and go on to higher things that he has for all of us, Christianity is, is a growth process. Amen. We may, <clears throat> we may stop growing physically. Uh, you know, I notice, I notice these children, they're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. At some point, that stops, and then other starts, stuff's happening. Our hair starts turning gray, and I don't know why it is this way. I'd like to talk to God, see if he could change it. But, you know, the older you get, it seems like the bigger your ears get and the bigger your nose gets, and you know, and your appearance kind of begins to change, and and uh, uh but you're really not growing but uh you're growing spiritually and you're growing in the eternal things 
And the temporal things don't matter as much. Amen. The outward man is perishing, but the inward man is being renewed day by day. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, so, uh, I just believe it with all my heart. God's big enough to do it. I don't know how he's going to do it because so many people are so opinionated. I'd like to see all those opinions just blow up. Amen. And the love of God just flow. See, when I got saved, let me just say it like this. When I got saved and rededicated, it, it was, uh, it was uh, a Wednesday night before I got filled with the Holy Ghost, I think, Wednesday or Tuesday. Uh, and first I went on a Friday or Saturday. And, and I think I went for prayer for the Holy Ghost Monday night. But I believe it was Wednesday when I finally spoke with tongues. And you know what? I got saved. I just got saved. Amen. I, I, I smoked pot every day. All I could. I drank beer every day. All I could. I, I drank liquor. Amen. Uh, wasn't nothing sanctified about me at all. When I got saved and I figured out the Lord spoke to me I needed to pay my tithes, my tithe was less than my Big John's bill was, so I started saving money right off the bat. Amen. That's such a deal. And I didn't want it no more. I didn't go through withdrawal, and I didn't have to go through 12-step. Amen. I knew something had happened to me, and I knew some things were right and some things were wrong. I wasn't perfect on it all, but I knew that I knew that I knew that some of it was wrong. And I knew that that preacher was God's man. And I know that he was saying God's word. So what he said, I, I wasn't there to argue with. I wasn't there to form an opposing opinion. Amen. What he said went. Remember, it was the next Saturday. I went to the tent. And I love this preacher today, and he's still doing good and still affecting lives. Uh, I, I, I went to the tent, and, and uh, they were living there because they had to watch out everything because so nobody come in there and tore up the tent or stole something. So... Uh, so uh, I come slipping in there, and uh, I got a softball game that morning. Got a softball game. So I got my shorts on and my socks on. We had gray shorts and navy blue jerseys uh, with a silver logo and a silver logo on our hat and navy blue socks. I mean, we was pretty. I had pretty baseball, softball shoes on, and I was going to the game, and, and I come walking up in there just going to see what's going on, see if they needed some help later on. And stuff, and they looked at me with them short britches on and that softball uniform on, and they didn't say anything, but I just felt like I was under the, I felt like I was under the microscope. Amen. I felt like I had a, a fifth of Jack Daniels in one arm and a Playboy magazine in the other. You know, and I said, is something wrong? And they said, well, we don't really think a man should wear short britches. And I said, oh. And they said, we, we don't really think a, you know, a, a man of God should be fooling with softball and stuff like that. And I said, oh, oh. And you know what? That's what my man of God told me. So you know what happened? I lost my short britches, and I lost my softball glove and lost my way to the field. Amen. And I was in church every night because I love God, and I love God so much. I love softball, too. I played, you know, th three or four nights a week back in those days. Amen. But when it was over, it was over. It's done. Because I love Jesus more. And now we, we got a generation of Christians now. They don't care who says it, what says it. And we got people who stand up like that lady and say, I don't care what the Bible says. I don't believe in God. And she said, 
GD, and I mean, she, I, was, I was thinking, dear Lord, you are so patient and kind, because I would have fried her right there on, in front of everybody. Million viewers. <laughs> that had got some people's attention, but God's more patient than I am. Hallelujah. I mean, sometimes you've got to give up one sacrifice to save a multitude. <laughs> and she was asking for it. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope she gets saved so she don't have to answer for all that. I did some foolish things before I come to Jesus, but not that foolish. Amen. Hallelujah. So what's going to happen is, I believe this, there's going to be an obvious difference between the people who believe all the Bible and yield to all the Bible who say yes and amen to all the Bible and the people who don't. See, there are some people just going to church this morning. Andrew, I think, kind of hit it. You know, just say, well, I've been there. But they're not, they're not interested in obedience. Not, but see, when you get saved, I mean, it, that's just automatic. Amen, unless you start hanging around with people who call themselves Christians who it's not automatic and drag you into a lifestyle contrary to the Word of God. And there are those that are out there. You need to, you need to hang out with somebody who, who, who's got more God than you got, who makes you want to know Him more, who makes you want to pray more, who makes you want to be bolder, praise God. Hallelujah, who makes you want to have more power in your life. Amen, because that's a good life. Hallelujah. The, the, the Holy Ghost, uh, there are three that bear witness in heaven. There are three that bear record on earth. The Father, the, the Word, or the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Holy Ghost is part of the Godhead. And He's the part of the Godhead that's sent here for us to help us, to indwell us. That's what lives in us, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we need to understand that. Amen. And we need the Holy Ghost. Somebody said, do I need the Holy Ghost to go to heaven? No, you need the Holy Ghost to go to Walmart. Amen. To go on your job, to go anywhere and everywhere. Praise God. We need to be filled with the Holy Ghost and, and uh, more and more and more. And uh, that's never going to stop. That's never going to stop because there's going to be a difference between the people of God and the people of the world. It's getting ready to come to pass. And, and I just have to believe God is so good and God is so merciful. The people who have a little bit of sensitivity will be drawn to it that's my prayer hallelujah you know some people think and and the church taught us this if we went to the altar to get filled with the holy ghost and we didn't get filled then they would tell us you need to tarry some more you need to tarry some more uh, and, and get all the sin out of your life because god can't uh, possess a dirty vessel well, God took care of the sin a long, long time ago when Jesus took his very own blood and put it in the mercy seat. So I've seen so many people tell, tell well, you know, they're, they're still tarrying. They're just tarrying and uh, thinking, you know, well, I know that guy. He's going to need at least six weeks of tarrying before he can be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm glad they didn't decide to make me tarry. They just didn't know my record. <laughs> they didn't know who I was, really. They was judging me off my mama. <laughs> but they didn't know the details, praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus said in Luke 24, 49, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Passion says, 
I will send the fulfillment of the Father's promise to you. So stay here in the city until the mighty power of heaven falls up you, uh, upon you and wraps around you. Glory to God. He wants to fall up on us and wrap himself around us. To be endued means to be clothed with. The promise of the Father is, is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Being baptized, being endued, be clothed with power. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not to be weirdos, but to be overcomers. Amen. To be doers of the word. Hallelujah. So the promise of my Father's sending of the Holy Spirit endued means fully dressed or clothed. Jesus was telling disciples to wait until they were fully clothed with power from above before beginning their ministries. Amen. Hallelujah. Acts uh, chapter 1, verse 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. I mean, when you look at all the Word of God has to say, how can you ignore it or be blind to it? He commanded them, wait. He commanded them. That's what it said. He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. Amen. When the king speaks, when the word of king, there's power. Amen. He commanded them to wait. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit empowers Christians to live a Christian life. Amen. Jesus commanded the first disciples to wait for the endowment, for the empowerment of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, we must be born again, but we need to be filled so we can bring glory and honor, honor to Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Matthew three thirteen. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by Him. And John tried to prevent Him, saying, I, I need to be baptized by you. And you're coming to me. But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. And when he had been baptized, Jesus come up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. So they saw the Spirit of God coming down on the Son of God. Amen. And, and a voice from heaven said, must have been God. The Holy Ghost was the dove. Jesus was the Son in the water. Must have been God that spoke. This is my beloved Son and whom I'm well pleased. And then, then, then he said, hear ye him. Hear what he's saying. So Jesus was batter, uh, baptized with water. And as soon as he come out of the water... We could say the Holy he was endued. Wouldn't you think power of God came all over him? And immediately he was led out into the wilderness. Now I want you, I want you to know uh, Matthew 4 1 says that. Uh, uh, there were no miracles before this. I know they come out with a few movies. You've got to understand and, uh, Antichrist is going crazy right now. And so you need the Spirit of God. You need to be filled with the Spirit of God and be led by the Spirit of God so you don't join up with those zombies. Amen. And go along. Amen. It's, 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 it's deception and peer pressure. Amen. I'm, I'm telling you, all the mask and stuff was just a taste. It was just a taste 
of what's getting ready to come to pass. Amen? People hating on people, the maskers hating the non-maskers and the vaxxers hating the anti-vaxxers anti and the non-vaxxers and they were so mad, you could get your butt whooped at Walmart. Amen? Amen? Lord, help us. <coughs> By stripes, I'm healed. Have always been, will always be. <coughs> Glory to God. He was led by the Spirit to the wilderness to be tempted. <coughs> no one volunteers to be tempted. Hallelujah. But this is what happened to him. Amen. We can only do God's will through the guidance and the power of the Holy Ghost. Neither Jesus nor his disciples began their ministries without the Holy Ghost. And I'm telling you, we got to get this right. It's wrong to think that we can do anything without his power. All we can do is good works and have a soup line or something like that. But you ain't going to raise the dead. These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They'll lay hands on the sick and, and they shall recover. Uh... Glory to God. They'll cast out devils. They'll take up serpents even. That doesn't mean that we're going to dance with rattlesnakes here in a minute just to prove our faith. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I see, people take things to an extreme to make everybody think that all Pentecostals do and everybody that's named under that name. Amen. No, that's not how it works. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we need the Holy Ghost. Jesus needed the Holy Ghost. The disciples needed the Holy Ghost. Then, then soon as we get over into Acts, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I given to thee in the name of Jesus. Now, Peter stood up to preach. Amen. Thousands got saved. Amen. This is that. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. These men aren't drunk as you suppose. They're just filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. It started right then after they were in that upper room, after they had that experience. Amen. Hallelujah. It's just Bible. But now, you know, we don't even talk about it some places because it's controversial. Some places don't even talk about money because it's controversial. Amen. That's chicken Christianity. Amen. And, and you're not going to grow up and be what you need to be living like that. Amen. And if you teach people what the Word of God says about giving, if they're saved, they'd love me. I was ready to take off my short britches. Amen. And throw down my ball glove. Amen. Because I love God. Hallelujah. The Lord spoke to me. Pay your tithes. Well, I didn't balk on that. What's your tithe? 10%. Dear Lord, that's, I can't pay that. I didn't balk on that. I love God. Amen. And God's taken care of me ever since. And I got great assurance that the, the best is yet to come. Amen. <sighs> Devil's such a liar. Amen. But obedience is better than a sacrifice. Every time. And you, and you just need to learn that. Trust Him. He's faithful. He will help you. He'll lead you. But now you've got to listen to that voice. You've got to listen to that voice. You've got to be willing and obedient. And he'll talk to you. He's talking. Amen. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Verse 8. Chapter 1, verse 8. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria. We need that. The power is the ability to get the job done. 
The Spirit is the one who clothes us with this ability. If we will yield to that and be, be conscious of that and talk about that. And that's waiting on out in the, in, in the river. Lord, I got to be filled. I got to have more of you. I need more of you. Hallelujah. So you must be born again. Amen. After being born again, two specific experiences we must go through uh, include believing and receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So we must believe in what Jesus did to get rid of our sins. He who knew no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We must believe in what Jesus did to get rid of our sin. Amen. And Hebrews 9.28 says, When he returns a second time, he'll come back without sin unto salvation. Jesus has defeated sin once and for all. He took his blood. Amen. He don't go back every ten years and get the scragglers. Once and for all, he took his blood. You understand that? You understand? It's a holy, awesome, amazing thing. But religion and the devil try to constantly bombard us with our weakness and our shortcomings and try to make us think that we're unworthy and we're powerless and we're not righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. And God don't even know what you're talking about because the perfect blood of the Lamb has taken it away. But you hardhead, you're going to believe what you believe anyhow. And you're bound with it. And you're kept from drinking that living water like you could. Honey, I'd give up my way of thinking. I'd take on his way of thinking. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you the best thing that I ever did do. I put off the old man and I put on the new. Glory to God. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And so we believe, and we believe in water baptism. I don't think you have to be dunked to be saved, but I think when you get saved, you ought to want to be dunked. Amen. It's just, a, it's just an outward appearance, uh, uh, outward celebration. It's a chance to testify to your friends and family that the old man's dead. From now on, I'm following Jesus. Something good's happened in my house. And the second experience, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's not talked about much. Most churches won't mention it. Because they're afraid to talk about speaking in tongues because everybody's afraid of it. Somebody's heard this or there's been some crazy movie about it. You know, Carrie's mama in the first movie, you know, she was weird Pentecostal and all the stuff and all she was at was keeping rules. They, they, never, they never shine a bright light on us. They never show us as somebody fruitful, somebody getting something done. They, they project us as weirdos and legalists. Amen. Hallelujah. Bible thumpers. Sad, depressed, and discouraged, but we're on the straight and narrow way. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, that's not what my Bible says. My Bible says the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. Oh, Carmen, you sing, I get joy when I think about what is done for me. I get joy when... Y'all need to think about what he's done for you. Amen. Get you some joy. Glory to God. Get up and dance on the devil's head a little bit and say, you're not going to do me that way today. Amen. Hallelujah. I know who I am, and I know who you are, and I know what he did. And I'm not worthy. I agree with you. I am not worthy. But I know what he said. He told me to come boldly before the throne of grace, that I might find grace and mercy to help in the time of need. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He told me to ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Amen. You don't have to be a doubting Thomas. Doubting what the Word of God said is so. Amen. So being saved and being baptized in the Spirit are two different things. 
Amen. Some people say you got it all when you got saved. But uh, uh, John Osteen corrected that the best. He said, uh, John said, uh, he'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He said, they told me in seminary, I got it all. And he said, when I got baptized in water, I felt it. And he said, if I've ever been baptized in fire, I've, I've missed it. So he kept seeking and kept studying all these scriptures that they didn't talk about in context. And he got to studying all that, and he said, there has to be more. He was listening to Assemblies of God preacher on the radio on Sunday afternoons. And one day he called that preacher. And he said, I'm Brother Osteen down here at the such and such Baptist. <laughs> he said, I've been listening to you. He started asking him questions about that Holy Ghost. Amen. And, and uh, there were some hungry people in his church that were telling about miracles and stuff that was happening. Every now and then he'd go and sneak in and watch. Amen. Then one day he called that Baptist preacher on a Sunday afternoon and he was speaking in a little bit of, little bit of tongues. And he said, is this it? Is this it? And he said, yeah, brother, that's it. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the rest is history. Praise God. Love John Osteen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Running out of time, but I'm not running out of scriptures. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You receive power. Uh, what you got to do to be filled, it, it takes faith. It takes faith. God can't lie. Amen. Uh, Luke, Luke 11 and 9. It's God's will. It's God's word. And Jesus was pointing ahead to this. Because he knew he was going to go pay the price. And he knew he was going to be raised from the dead. And he knew he was going to take his blood and put it in the mercy seat. And he knew God was going to send his spirit. So verse 11, chapter 11, verse 9. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. To him who knocks it will be open. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them who ask him. So what this says, now we're evil compared to God, you understand. Amen at our best. We're, we're nothing. But we even know how to do what's right. Amen. And he said, if, if we'll do, if we'll give our children what they ask for, that's good for them. Amen. And he said, how much more will the Father give the Holy Ghost to them that ask him? So, all that, so what that says is all you've got to do is ask the Father. And then believe you receive. And now people struggle with tongues. People, people expect God to speak through them. Amen. And it says, I already read it. They were in the upper room. Suddenly they came from sound as from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it, and it, it filled them. And the, then they all began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. It doesn't say, then the Holy Ghost began to speak through them all. It says, they all begin to speak as the Holy Ghost gave them utterance. So you speak, the Holy Ghost gives the utterance. And then see, the devil's tried to bring so much confusion in this and just a little bit of simple teaching. 
would help so much if we can just believe this. This says that if you really ask God to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, if you really ask, I want to be endued with power from on high. And I don't know for the life of me who wouldn't. If you really want to be endued with power from on high, God's not going to require more of you. If he requires more of you, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Amen? You understand? You understand if there's more duty, there's more power. There's more ability. Amen? It's just good. It's God's plan. And it's not God's plan for us to stay out here outside the power. Amen? Hallelujah. I think the devil beats people's brains out like that. They, they know a little bit about God, and they know just enough to get in trouble, and they open cans of worms that they're not able to, to close back up. Amen? It's not supposed to be that way. Hallelujah. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And they don't know living by faith. They know living by faith until they see a good... Hallelujah. I remember the first time I, I had to cast out a devil, I had to learn quick. You know, I'd say, come out in the name of Jesus. And then I'd jump back and see what was going to happen. And watch him. Amen. And then, then, then I got to reading the Word. And I said, it's not supposed to be like that in the Word. And I was reading after Brother Hagin. And I realized I was in unbelief. I was in middle ascent. Now, Brother Hagin said, he said, you could say, come out. So I said, come out. But then I was watching to see what was going to happen. But I wasn't believing what I said was going to happen. Amen. And I had to get that figured out. When I got that figured out, I couldn't wait till next time. Uh, or when I realized what was going, I said, come out. And it was a big ordeal. There were several people there in the service. I said, come out in the name of Jesus. I'm going home. And I got my children and my family. I went home. Amen. And a few, few minutes after I left, the devil left. Amen. And I'd spent several days. Amen. Trying to talk to that devil. Hallelujah. Faith is just a... But if you'll seek him, he'll show you. Amen. He won't leave you hanging. <laughs> he won't leave you hanging. He's good. Amen. And, and, and there's no end to it. We leak. We need to keep being refilled. You know, in, that, in Acts chapter 4, they were gathered together and they prayed. And the place where they were gathered, the place was shaken. Amen. We need this place shaken. Amen. We need this place shaken every time we come. Hallelujah. So let's ask this morning. Why don't you stand to your feet with me? Glory to God. And uh, believe with me. Amen. God, God, God wants to give you His best. Hallelujah. He's not going to make a weirdo out of you unless you start hanging around with weirdos. Amen. <laughs> if you hang around with us, you'll be all right. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And I mean, some people are zealous. At least they're trying to do something. I'm not against any of them. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come boldly before your throne tonight. Today. We're so thankful on this day of Pentecost, what it represents. And we've been talking about this, and our faith is stirred. And we've been talking about waiting out. And uh, right now, this day, I don't know who's listening online or who's here that, that's not spoke with other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. But I pray right now in the name of Jesus everybody will come to the fullness of all that you have for us now in the name of Jesus and just believe and receive and enjoy that prayer language that helps us so much, helps us so very much and, and learn uh, to yield to the Spirit of God and walk in the fruit of the Spirit, bear fruit of the Spirit, be led by the Spirit, have manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, have an unction from the Holy One. Amen. And then whatever we face, it's not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord, we have the victory. So, Father, we ask you, fill us a full and afresh right now in the name of Jesus. You told me that if I asked, you'd give it to me.
So Lord, I'm asking for more than I've ever had. I'm, I'm, I'm asking for your blessing. I'm asking to be endued with power from on high. I need you so, Lord. I need your power. So we want to fulfill your plans and your purposes for us, for Word of Life Family Church. We want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So, Lord, we yield to you and invite you to uh, visit us, to come uh, uh, abide with us and go with us everywhere we go. You said you'd send the Holy Ghost to be in close fellowship with us. So we believe that. Teach us, teach us to be sensitive to learn to be led, to learn to walk in this fullness so that when all this trans transition that's taken place is, is in uh, uh, full fruition and full manifestation, we'll be right where we need to be. Amen. And, and better off day by day. The path of the just is as the bright and shining light. It gets brighter and brighter in every, uh, every step of the way. We love you, Lord. We give you praise. Fill us full and fresh. We'll give you all the praise. Help us to win the loss, to not be ashamed. We give you all the glory, all the honor. And all God's children said, Amen and Amen. Amen. And expect to speak with tongues and speak with tongues. Amen. When you're by yourself, taking a shower, look, look in the mirror. And, and just, uh, you know, just praise Him. I believed it. And let's see if something comes up on the inside. Amen. It comes up out of your belly, out of your inner man. And you say, say a word or two. You, you know, whatever it takes uh, to lay hold of it. Lay hold of it. And don't give up. Don't, don't let go of it. Praise God. Because I've been with and I've been without. Amen. And without was bad. Amen. Amen. I was a sorry Christian. I'll just say that. I was a sorry Christian. Amen. I, I didn't bring much glory and honor to God at all. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm, uh, you know, even with the Holy Ghost, I still need work. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I, that's where I'm going. Amen. Well, I sure do love you. Uh, we will see you Wednesday night. God bless you.